Hard work pays off. Dreams come true. Bad times don't last, but bad guys do. We want to send a, we just want to send a, a, a heart, a heavy heart of condolence and love out to all my wrestling fans and to the family of Scott Hall. Razor Ramon did pass late last night or uh, middle of the day yesterday. Um, very complicated life, Razor Ramon, Scott Hall, drug addictions. Yes. Did he fight demons? Yes. Did he appropriate a Latino man? Yes, because mm-hmm. that is a white man that you see right there. Uh, but he played a Latino character the whole time. Complicated situations. You know, my white heroes are dying, but I wanted to start this morning by just giving some love. You know, I'm a wrestling fan over here. Just wanted to give some love to the great Scott Hall. Bad times don't last, but bad guys do. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love the bad guy. Hit the intro, sweetheart. my people i see y'all on instagram to all my instagram friends to my youtube friends to my twitter friends good morning and welcome back to another episode of hawaii make with b mo yeah i must tell you now if you are on instagram all eight of y'all i see y'all here popping niggas must love nine o'clock nine o'clock must be where it's at um if y'all want to see the full screen situations there are things happening in this corner Things happening in this corner. Things happening on a lower third. Jump on over to YouTube. Uh, if you got YouTube Premium, you can cut the screen off and just listen to me, okay? Or if you're on Twitter, you can do the same thing. Instagram, keep it here and popping. Uh, but thank y'all for joining us this morning for another episode of Wake and Bake with BMO. Uh, I'm pulling up my, I don't know if you can tell, I'm pulling up my script here. Uh, we are a solution-baked podcast. We discuss today's issues of the new blueprints of blackness and to do black culture. We're like Tom Joyner meets Howard Stern with a freshly rolled blunt. I'm your host, BMO. Please say good morning to the lady of the house, Imani. Good morning. Hey. And when I say, say hello, see, niggas really think I'm playing. Mm-hmm. Niggas is not in the chat, but when I pull up on you in Elizabeth City truck, okay, <laughs> you better say hello to the, good, to the lady of the house. When I pull up on you, Sophia, you better say good morning to the lady of the house, okay? <laughs> so let's make sure we got them, we make sure we got those comments popping and that the lady of the house knows that we appreciate her right next to our side. I appreciate you. Oh, thank you, sweetheart. Thank you, thank you. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, skipping ahead. This show is proudly brought to you by the Washington Informer Bridge. For more content from a black-ass source, head over to WIBridgeDC.com or WIBridgeDC on Instagram and Twitter. Now, something cool happened in my DMs yesterday. Yeah. Um, The media prince texted me on my DMs, and he said, we would like, we have been circling around looking for new members in this society of the men in media. Mm. 
Okay. And we would like you, BMO, to <laughs> join us as the men in media. Hey. So you are looking at one of the new men in media. Give me a noise, sweetheart. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Just giving a quick shout out to myself. If you would like to sponsor, to, not sponsor, if you would like to put something on the rent, because, you know, Wake and Bake with BMO is expensive. We smoke a blunt every morning. We bring this thing to you live. We wake up early on time. We got all this equipment. If you want to put something on the show, head over to BMOAuthentic.com backslash rent D-A-R-E-N-T. We'll make sure we give you a special shout out and love to see you join us on the show. We love donations. This morning, we got some great things to talk about this morning. Man, oh man, we got some great things to talk about. Last week, if you didn't see the viral clip, the viral sensation that's happening last week, I stood up for Russell Westbrook. This morning, I want to extend that stand-up bitch mm -hmm. and move to Naomi, who is a little bit further down the respect hole. We'll get there in a second. Secondly, of course, we want to talk about Ryan Coogler. Mm -hmm. We want to talk about that. I want to be his rage just for a moment. Just for a moment. But also, in that moment, I want to talk about Charlemagne the God. Okay. We'll get there as well. And then, new show. It's called Rat in the Kitchen. Mm -hmm. Rat in the Kitchen. That's our third topic. Um, sweetheart. Mm -hmm. Let's get to the first thing first, right? Uh, first thing, uh, last week we had a really good episode. Please check that out. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, and wherever you find podcast last week we had a very very good conversation about the entryway to respect for Russell Westbrook just to give a quick recap Russell Westbrook said in the press conference he said I don't mind the heckling in the game I don't take it home with me but when it comes to the manipulation of my name we can't have that no more mm -hmm. and sports journalists around the world said fuck you Russell Wilson Russell Westbrook we're gonna call you whatever we want to call you because we don't respect you as a man that's what that's what I heard they right. didn't say that out loud but that's what I heard um so there's something else interesting happened over the weekend. Play the Naomi clip, please. Veronica, could you over yourself? Thank you. Thank you, please. Well, obviously, some disturbance up in the stands. Something's been shouted, and I'm not quite sure what's transpired since then. Asaka's asking if she, the person. I don't know. Asaka wants them kicked out. I think they might be. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't know who was. But, like, what if someone was to point in her general direction? I'm just asking. Yeah, yeah. well, we, we try to do that as for six minutes and now. And then let's, let's see what you uh, can do. So we see this video, just to give you a quick recap of what's happening. Uh, Naomi is playing at a course that has been notorious in the in the past for having racist hecklers in the stands. We see that in a, in Serena Williams 
when she was 19 and then when she returned back to, I can't remember the name of the course, she returned back there in three years and she received the same racial attention as being heckled by the crowd. Now, from what I remember, mm-hmm. I thought tennis was a quiet sport. Right. Right? So what we saw just now, we saw Naomi hear the comment from the gentleman in the cloud, which was, Naomi, you suck. Somebody texted me. Street lawyers. Um, uh, we see. Um, oh, we hear a gentleman in the crowd say, "Naomi suck." We hear Naomi hear that and then walk over to the judge to have this individual kicked out. Now I don't know if y'all noticed, but the judge wasn't like, "Oh yeah, girl, I got you. Mm-hmm. Where that nigga at? Let's point him out or let's find a section and then we can investigate." The judge basically said, "Eh, you'll be all right." Right. To which, you know, it doesn't seem like Naomi is the is the hard-spoken person and that she doesn't have to be to be respected. But then uh, they allow the person to stay. They look for him, look for him, and you can hear a white man in the crowd yell, kick him out! That's crazy. But the judge, the systemic person in this situation, decides not to act. Now, why am I telling you this? So after the, after the, after the match, Naomi has a press conference. On the, on the tennis court, she's in tears, and she's explaining to us that she had recently watched Serena Williams go through the same thing, and when she heard this comment, she couldn't get Serena's pain out of her head, which led her into this very internal, secular, and anxious moment in this tennis match. And I have to play the Serena clip, and then I'm going to give a full response. Again... Um, if you want to see the full widescreen, check us out on YouTube. You can see the screens in the side. On YouTube, you just have to listen to the clip. Not on YouTube. On Instagram, you have to just listen to the clip and trust that I'm telling you the truth. Go for it. It was another huge issue here yesterday in the championship um, as Serena Williams was great on court, but she was being harassed by somebody off court. Um, it's, you know, it's something that I guess is a part of sports, but the guy was finally ejected. Let's listen to how Serena talked to the chair umpire about this idiot. So, 
Um, what I find interesting in these two situations, if you listen to how Naomi is talking to the umpire and how Serena is talking to the umpire, it is obvious that Serena is more aggressive. Mm-hmm. She's saying she's not going to stand for it. She's calling the man a coward. She's saying the people are pointing to him. There are all these uh, um, uh, different methods that Serena has chose to call attention to the person who is bringing her discomfort. Mm-hmm. All right? So when I get on the internet and I see niggas who look like me saying that Naomi should toughen up, Naomi should learn how to take hecklers, et cetera, et cetera. I want to refer you back to the caption that I wrote in the Russell Westbrook uh, uh, post. Mm -hmm. In these new new blueprints, disrespect is no longer expected, let alone tolerated. Right. I think what niggas wanted to see is they wanted to see her pop off. They wanted to see her be aggressive. They wanted to see her get angry and get loud. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel like that's Naomi's character. Right. I feel like Naomi is a very soft-spoken person. When she says something the first time, pay attention to... I've met women like that. There's a woman like that sitting next to me. <laughs> I'm not going to be repeating myself all the goddamn time. I'm not going to get loud with you. I'm not going to get aggressive with you. I told you what I wanted. Right. I told you what I needed. I told you what the solution was. You not listen is not an indication of me and my intelligence. It's not an indication of the respect that I deserve. Right. It's an indication that you not listening to me. Right. You gaslight me. You trying to provide a reality in which I know is false to appease me of something that's there. Come on, son. But I had to check myself, though. I had to check myself. Because when I first heard the story, I said to myself, damn, man, but you can't take a couple heckles? That's the old blueprint shit right there. So you got to you check you, too. You got to right. check you, too, BMO. Damn, Naomi, you can't handle a couple of heckles? That's not the response. The response is disrespect is no longer expected or tolerated. Right. I'm going to tell you how you, re- you can respect me, and if you fall out of line of that respect, guess who's going to check you? It's going to be me, and I ain't going to repeat myself. I'm not going back and forth with you niggas. I'm going to remove myself. We've seen Naomi stop playing tennis for two years. And what happened in two years? Tennis revenue went down. Y'all still fucking with me now? Yeah. What are your thoughts, sweetheart? Hey, good morning, everybody. I agree. Like, why is it, why does it come with the territory that these professional athletes should have to be heckled? I don't understand that. Right. I don't understand that. And when I went to Howard, the first class that I took was Introduction to Music. And I took it because I was already a trained musician, and I figured it would be easy. It was. Shout out to Dr. Randolph. (laughs) Um, But the first quiz we had in Introduction to Music was Symphony Etiquette. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you something you don't do. And these are professionals. These are professional musicians who have rehearsed and rehearsed and rehearsed and rehearsed and rehearsed to provide a performance for you as perfect as possible. Mm-hmm. As perfect as they can within that moment. Sound familiar? Sound like an athlete to me. Right. In symphonies, you you know a symphony, uh, you gotta be 15 minutes early. Right. You know you try to, you know what happens if you try to walk in a symphony while these niggas are playing? These niggas will leave <laughs> off the stage and jump you. <laughs> Have you ever been jumped by a violist? <laughs> huh? <laughs> you ever been jumped by a cellist? These niggas' arms are strong. Right. You do this shit all day, triceps hitting. You ain't <laughs> fucking with these niggas, man. <laughs> so how come when it's black bodies performing the same method of professionalism in front of a crowd, mm-hmm. disrespect is expected? Right. Oh, you can take it. Ooh. Also, 
you just reminded me of that. Um, I should have looked his name up, but it was a white tennis player. He was heckled back in Australia mm-hmm. by a white woman. They immediately removed her. And she just flipped up. She flipped in the bird. She flipped in the bird. Right. She didn't even say no words. She flipped in the bird. My man looked at the crowd and said, get this motherfucker out of here. Right. Gone. Right. Now I got to have a whole arbitration on the sideline with the fucking line judge about my respect. Right. Bitch, who is paying you? <laughs> get out of here. What's wrong with you? I think we had to figure out. I think we have to figure out. If we we got to figure out two things. Do we want to respect black women or not? Right. Do we want to move forward as a race or not? Mm-hmm. We can't have it both ways. Can't have it both ways. But you know what? I'm sorry. I forgot. I forgot our age-old, one of our original theories, or our OG Wake and Bake with Bemo Night theories. What? What if niggas is dumb? <laughs> Here I am again expecting <laughs> niggas to know symphony etiquette, and I ain't taught them. Let's, let's do this. Okay. Let's outline the new blueprint for respect. I feel like it's easy. Call a nigga by their name right. <laughs> and respect their boundaries. Right. Am I done? That, that sounds about right. <laughs> My man's want to be called a he. God damn it, you a he. Right. Sounds My, like- My nigga think he a crocodile. God damn it, you a crocodile. <laughs> right. Uh, Russell Westbrook says, don't say Westbrook. Okay, we're not going to say it. Right. Naomi says, I want my space respected. Get that nigga out of here. Okay, we getting him out of here. Mm-hmm. I don't understand what the problem is. See, I know what the problem is. See, the problem is, Uh-oh. the problem is you lazy ass niggas too much dependent upon fucking uh, 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 dissension and contrast to create content. You forgot actually how to make genius content. You forgot that there's other alluring emotions other than disagreement. Right. And you know where they got that shit from? They got that shit from the internet. And you know this shit ain't real. You know this shit ain't real. <laughs> Niggas arguing back and forth all goddamn day. Let me tell you something. I'm a t- I said this on Tuesday before. Let me tell you something about the internet. On the internet is the only place where niggas feel like they can be spicy and for real. Mm-hmm. I, done, I done had 90 pictures in 90 days and 90 no's and emails. Ain't nobody call me? <laughs> right. Lord Thurston not working? Not this one. Mm, I don't know what that's about. Mm, I don't know either. Um... Yeah, we got any comments? Uh, actually, yeah. What we got? We got Chris Allen. He said, "Chris, good morning." <laughs> he came to YouTube for this. Talking again now, right? For real, <laughs> it goes. It goes. I don't, I don't know if Chris really believes us when he say that's the jam. We listen to it we often. Listen to it all the time. That's the jam. Also, I really appreciated um the new song you put out. Was it uh oh not God's Theory, Game Changer? Put it in the chat. Remind the people. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. And we also I see got... Sav. What up, Sav? Hey. We also got Drew. Is Baby Soul with us? Nice. What up, man? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, brother. <laughs> Welcome. I haven't had a chance to meet you. <laughs> Is your neck work? <laughs> Can you blink? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, we what are the comments um, He says it's called God Complex. He God Complex. I love y'all still. Um, Drew said, I'm over here now. He looks like a problem. I don't know who that's talking about. All the babies are here, says Sam. Nice. Nice. What up, Royce? Uh-huh. Hey. <laughs> Seven Wars Saint. What up, player? Mm. Um, uh, yeah, if we don't have any other comments, we can move on to the next part of our show. What happened? Oh, 
If we don't have any comments, we can move on to the next part of our show. Uh, and I hope our lower thirds are working. We sponsored y'all. I don't know if y'all know this, but we sponsored. Okay. Um, the lady house is getting back to the computer. Our first sponsor to the day is my good man, Jack, over at Crab Shack Music. If you need any studio services, if you got that one song that you've been trying to lay down, Tuesday and Thursday, 8 a.m. sharp, if you got some mixing needs to be done, you got some mastering needs to be done, you need to just go lay down a couple of bars on your on your whirly. If you need to hit the drum for a couple of sections, if you need to send off some music to your friend off in Hong Kong, we can do that. Hit my man crabshapmusic.com or crabshapmusic on Instagram and he'll hook you up. Right? Today's rolling session is being sponsored by my man Jack. He's got a wonderful tune. Wonderful tune. I want y'all to check this out now. We're about to roll our blunt and then we'll be right back with the show. Okay, enjoy this joint. It's a cover of Mac Miller and Ariana Grande's collaboration. Some of DC's finest musicians in there, including Mark Meadows, who damn near dunked on me. Okay, mm -hmm. and when you see his soft Jericho, you're gonna be like, huh? And I'm gonna beg you to listen to last Tuesday's episode. You got my main man, Michael Robinson. I mean, my man is a genius, okay? A genius. Mm -hmm. And you know it's his team, Tashira, over here. <laughs> all right, you know I'm team Tashira. All the you know what I like about singers? What? I want them with power. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and she got a V12. She got power, boy. I, ooh, V12. man. Um, V12, man. Michael just joined on. What up, Michael? Good morning, man. <laughs> Michael's a genius, but... We... <laughs> Woo! Mac truck. <laughs> Good Lord, that girl can sing. She in there, Patience in there. If you have never seen Patience Live, you need to do yourself a favor and go see Boomscat. Anyway, go check out this cover by Crab Shack Music. Um, go to Crab Shack Music on Instagram, crabshackmusic.com. We want to thank you, Jack, for sponsoring the show. We'll be right back with more Wake and Bake with BMO. Yeah. Just how beautiful you are And baby, 
that's my favorite part and you Mr. Crap Shack Music, or simply, you can call him what my man is, <laughs> what his mom and God calls him, <laughs> or the IRS. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Jack Kilby. Thanks for listening, thanks for your time. So much love in the room right now. We just wanted to share it with you. Hopefully you pass it along. I'm telling you, man, that joint is amazing. Sav said, wow, this is a whole vibe. Yes, it is. Make sure y'all go check that on YouTube. It is under Crab Shack Music. Go to Instagram, check that out. Some of the best musicians in D.C. are in that joint. So it's it's no surprise that it's it's genius material, if you will. It's no surprise that it's genius material. Welcome back to Awake and Bake, we be mo yeah. We are uh, live here on Instagram, as you can see, but we're also on 
YouTube and Twitter. If you want to get the full screen situation, just type in BMO or head to Wake and Bake with BMO on Instagram and check out that link in the bio to figure out where you can find us. This morning, uh, this morning, our blunt is being sponsored by the wonderful people over at Street Lawyer Services DC. We want to thank you and these local dispensaries for hooking us up with some of the premium gas that we need to able to be able to bring you fire episodes like this one of Wake and Bake with BMO. Y'all head on down to Street Lawyer Services DC I seventy one. All you need is your ID. You don't need a card or a note from your doctor. Uh, and as much as I love the weed man, because we said it before and I say it a thousand times again, loving the weed man and supporting black business. But as much as I love the weed man, sometimes I need to be a little more specific about what I'm smoking in the morning. Yeah. Okay? Because um, I don't see how you indica niggas do it. I did a poll yesterday on Instagram. Most niggas like indicas. And I'm like, do niggas not like consciousness? <laughs> What's up? Well, I would say I prefer an indica, but... What? <laughs> It'd be taking me out. Oh, you do or you don't prefer indica? I do, but not during the day. In my own home. <laughs> In my own home. So while if, I mean, if you're feeling up to it, Drop your drop drop what you like before. Maybe put your favorite strain down in the comments below uh, while we spark this blunt up. What's up? Chris Allen said, free us from the chains of hood gas. <laughs> <laughs> in 2022, I would like niggas to be freed of backwoods and funnel, though. <laughs> I would like niggas to get back to butt deckers, if you will. All right? I would like that to happen, just to get a little weed talk. Pro tip. Just a pro tip. What's uh, the pro tip? The lavender. Oh yeah, and if you that's right. Yeah, wean Tell you them. off. Yeah, if you need if you need to wean off the, the tobacco, tobacco I mean not tobacco. Lavender's a, a nice alternative. Yeah. It's natural. It'll give you a, a cool relaxation element to the the blunt that you're already gonna be relaxed with. Mm. And eventually you're not gonna need the the tobacco. No. Yeah. You can just do it butt naked. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all niggas smoking indicas and backwoods. <laughs> Trying to oh. get over slavery, I see. That's what it is. <laughs> All my life I had to fight. All my life I had to fight. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Chris Allen said, Indica Dom hybrid for the win. Indica Dom. Okay, I'll give you a hybrid. Yeah. I'll give you a hybrid. I'll give you a hybrid. I'll give you a hybrid. Um, Sav says her fave, her current fave right now is Marshmallow OG. Oh. I don't mind. See, people be playing OGs. I don't mind a good OG. Right. I don't mind a good OG. It's like a Budweiser. <laughs> <laughs> if you get a good, uh, uh, sometimes, a, sometimes a Bud. At a baseball game? <laughs> Nigga! <laughs> what? Uh, it's like Sprite at McDonald's. Just, I don't even like Sprite for real. But come on, if I'm going to McDonald's, which is rare, get me a Sprite. Right. Okay? I want them tears. <laughs> it, it has to be Sprite. Yeah, I want them tears. Right. Um, all right, let's move on to the next topic. We didn't got all light and jovial about it, but I think it's time that we get a, a little serious. Everybody and their mama, every black person and their mother under the sun has talked about this. But I think it's important that we play this video on Awake and Make We Be Mo. Because I want to be this man's rage. Okay. Just for a moment. And I also, I want to talk about, I have an advanced thought. Mm -hmm. I have an advanced thought. Let's play the Ryan Coogler clip while I like this blunt. Lord knows we're going to need this blunt for the Ryan Coogler. <laughs> Trigger warning, my niggas. <laughs> my man's got away. He didn't die. But Lord, not the nigga who crafted with cock. Go ahead. I, but let me for it before I get started. No, no, no. <laughs> Wait, what? Listen to what he's saying. Have Listen. you ever? No, I am listening. Okay. Have you ever considered speaking to them about what it is you're trying to do prior to going? How you? How you gaslight me? I just got in. 
how you gaslighting me this fast? All right, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Continue. <laughs> Go ahead. So, so can I explain something to you, bro? Yeah. I went to CVS out here the other day to get a vaccine. I came outside and smelled like was smoke in the, in, the, in, the, in the parking lot. You know what I'm saying? I was getting a vaccine. Yeah. I'm not trying to fuck around out here, bro. Like, I'm not saying out loud how much money I'm taking up. That's, That's why I'm, I'm writing down. I'm not talking no, about I'm, speaking to somebody like that. I'm saying, no, I, hey, can I speak it's, to it's a manager me. in an office somewhere? Have you ever considered I, 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 doing I'm something a, like I'm going to consider it now that y'all okay. fucking drew guns on me. Yeah. I was trying to take money out. But up to, the, up to this point, every bank of America I've ever gone to in my entire fucking life just never happened. Gotcha. You understand know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, so, so y'all explaining y'all perspective, right? Y'all yeah. the ones with guns and vests. Mm -hmm. You understand know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. what's, what's my perspective? What's my perspective? I don't know. At the, at, the, at, the, at the bank, she never said it was a fucking problem, bro. Yeah. Like, I, like I, I, I said, hey, is that going to be okay with you? She said, yeah. I put my own car in. Put my own pin in. She asked to see my ID. I gave it to her, yeah. and she goes in the back, and I'm waiting for the, for, for the, and then the people keep coming out, hey, they taking care of you, they taking care of you, everything, yeah. you know, they, they, you know this yeah. is taking a little while, next thing I, I hear fucking Glocks, yeah. I hear Glocks getting hear pulled a, out, that's what I hear, hear a I hear Glocks getting pulled out from unholstering, mm -hmm. hey sir, can I talk to you for a minute, mm -hmm. you understand what I'm saying, mm -hmm. you, you, so you, you see my perspective, yeah, yeah, so, so, so I mean, This man made, literally directed the Afro future. Right. But I also want to remind you that fresh on Ryan Coogler's mind in this moment isn't Black Panther. Mm -hmm. The movie that's on his mind at this moment is Fruitville Station. Right. And we remember, I'm about to fucking cry, I can feel it. And we remember the story of Oscar Grant, who was going home, going home, officer pulled a gun on him, hadn't done anything wrong, and accidentally shot this man in the back. And Oscar Grant is long, no longer with us. Mm. They rode up to Ryan Coogler in a bank with his card still in machine. <laughs> Glocks out. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. If I'm a robber bank, if I'm a robber bank, it ain't gonna be no bitch ass twelve thousand dollars. Let me tell you something that right there. I'm not putting my That's heart the, in. What? 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 I'm. Come on now. I seen niggas on Twitter pulling up. You remember that show, uh, World's Dumbest uh, uh, Criminals? Criminals? Yeah. They was pulling up a World's Dumbest Criminal video of this one black guy who actually had showed his ID when he was doing a bank robbery, and they were saying, this is what Ryan Coogler could have done. This is what Ryan Coogler could have been doing. What? Let me tell you something, first and foremost. $12,000 is not a lot of money. Okay. If I'm robbing this bitch, trust me, everybody in this motherfucker butt naked. Right. Trust me. It could be no fucking silent note. Well, I say... I would, as you can see, I just want to be Ryan Coogler's rage for a moment. I just want to be the rage for the moment. Because I, I told the lady of the house this one time when I was leaving, I said that um, four out of the seven times that I leave the house, I had the thought that I'm not coming back. And I wish I was being dramatic. I wish I was being hyperbolic. Yeah. I wish I was exaggerating, but it's the truth. There are four times I walk out the door, I look out in the hallway, I look back at you and think, damn, today could be the day. Right. And it's crazy because I also think that while you're gone, like, he might not come home. For, for, for nothing. For nothing, right. For nothing. 
don't you can't do shit as a black man in this country. Right. You can't do shit as a black man in this country. And I want to bring Brittany Griner into the situation as well. Right. You can't do shit as a black person in this world. Right. There's a war in Ukraine and niggas got nowhere to go. My man Q told me, my man Q told me there are um there are like there are African Americans and African Mexicans and African Canadians. There are African Nova Scotians. Didn't know this, right? Hmm. So some of these Nova Scotians are stuck between Denmark and Ukraine. Wow. Ukraine, all the missionaries went to Ukraine to help educate the Afro Nova Scotians. Mm-hmm. Read, write, get jobs. War pops off. What happens to the Denmark and uh, missionaries? What happens to the Ukrainian missionaries? They leave a note on the door. What? We ain't coming back. What? The disrespect. And I'm supposed to allow you to let you misuse my last name? Nigga, what? Man. I'm supposed to expect disrespect while I'm doing my job? Nigga, this is crazy. Oh. The man who literally crafted the Afro future put batteries in the back of Disney. To give us more opportunities, niggas got jobs off this niggas. And this nigga could have been dead in fucking Bank of America in Atlanta for $12,000. For what? Threatened by who? Right. Oh, I get so sick and tired of this shit. And then you got your boy. You got niggas like your boy Charlemagne saying, oh, I understand how that happens. What do you mean you understand how that happens? Are you not a black man too? Come on, bruh. Shit is sick, man. Shit is sick, bruh. We can't do shit on the planet, on the whole planet. Oh, it's ghetto. I want to leave. Good Lord. I can't believe that shit. I can't believe. Put up on the man with guns. Drawing. The the Fuller video said, the offer is saying, the offers are saying, well, in this moment, uh, we can't walk into the situation, give you the benefit of the doubt. And Ryan says in that moment, I feel like it's beautiful. He just asked the, he asked the officers non-rhetorically, what's my perspective? Right. I'm at the bank. Next thing I hear is guns behind me and talking about, can you come with me? What you, what, what you mean? Now I'm in cuffs? Family in cuffs? Babysitting in cuffs? This shit on the internet? I got to walk through life with this shit? I made Fruitville Station! I know how these things happen. Right. And I, and not only that, I got to be a good boy in this situation. This shit is fucking infuriating. Right. I'm sorry, Ryan. I'm sorry that happened to you, brother. I'm so sorry that happened to you. Uh, we talk we talk about we talk about Curry. We ain't talk about Curry on the show. Curry, good friend of mine, professor at, at in Tennessee at the moment, at the bar with a homegirl of his. White woman tries to touch his hair. He tells her about himself, don't touch my hair, step away from me. The white men that are with him start jumping Curry and the girl he's with. What? This is this is this year. This is 2022. What? Bro, we in new reconstruction. I swear to God. Y'all watch out of here, man. They lynching niggas. They just passed the law, which means they lynching niggas out here. Right. But I'm supposed to tell you with a bold face and a straight face, we practicing new blueprints. We saying that we are we are expecting respect. It's going to be dangerous, which is so sad that it's going to be dangerous that we are given the basic tenets of humanity. 
It will be dangerous for us. Expecting respect is dangerous. It's revolutionary. So when you hear all these whack-ass niggas coming against people for their courage, remember these niggas is shook. Right. Corny-ass, coon-ass niggas. These niggas are scared. Respecting yourself and expecting respect is revolutionary. Welcome to the new blueprints. Page two. Can't believe this shit. Some lowly ass sergeant ass cop got my life. Do you? I make billions. Right. I make billions. Nigga, I moved the world. Right. $12,000. The fuck $12,000 gonna do? Willing to, got guns drawn over $12,000. I don't see everybody blaming the lady at Bank, at Bank of America, which I can see the smoke for. Everybody blaming Bank of America, which I can see the smoke for. You know who I still got smoke for? It's still the motherfucking police. Mm-hmm. And, these, and these niggas silently, I don't know if we have to do a show about this on Thursday. These niggas silently are getting more money. We demanded reformation. We demanded debudgeting, mm-hmm. definancing, and a, re, uh, a, a rethinking of what the police system is. Right. America said... Cool. We're gonna make sure that Bounty do a, a Black History Month, Month commercial. We'll get rid of Aunt Jemima, but we're gonna get a police more money because you niggas still wilding. Right. Bruh, if you don't want to hear to say that. If you don't want to see it, at least had a gall like the niggas in, in Mississippi. Start a cup, start a country in Africa and send us there. We'll figure the shit out. Liberia did. Stop fucking killing us, bro. That's just crazy. I can't be- I can't believe that shit happened to Ryan Coogler. What are we doing then? If Ryan Kugel ain't safe, what are we doing? Right. What's all this for? Why are we trying? <laughs> why are we why why are you and I and why are you and I doing this when in a moment I can be taken away from us? And they do nothing cause pain. Shit is crazy. Y'all excuse the tears. I done got a little emotional. We got any comments? <laughs> we got any comments we got any comments on the joint I see some people to join us uh, over hey Kramer good morning uh, if you want to see the full screen situation make sure you check out uh, us on the YouTube you can follow like and subscribe do all those things check us out on the YouTube or on Twitter there's a full screen thing happening over there you can't see the things that are happening in the corner the full lower thirds if you are interested in donating to the show we can, we can, we can make that happen go to bemoauthentic.com Black slash Durant, oh, the lady is playing with the cherry right now. Oh, Not hers, the one or the blunt. Oh, Lord. Good morning. This is on fire. <laughs> it's on fire? It's a oh, little hairball. Oh, Lord. There we go. Oh, man. Um, okay. Yeah, I know everybody named Mother done talked about the Ryan Coogler situation, so I, I apologize for the fatigue. Uh-oh, I see Micah, Kramer, and Yaj on oh. the live together. <laughs> <laughs> Make a track. Get in the studio. Who said that? <laughs> Let people produce. Oh, okay. Huh? <laughs> huh? Huh? Um, um, I know people probably talk about this to death, and I, I apologize for fatigue, but I just wanted to be his rage just for a moment, man. I can only, I can only imagine. I can only imagine. Huh? Uh, Kramer just said, I feel this a hundred. Our future is even better than we can imagine. Lots of love to y'all. 
Well, I hope it's better than what we can imagine because what I imagine that the future is trash. I have a very pessimistic future. I have a very pessimistic look at what the future is. Really? And I take that back to, I take that back to what made Randy Moss cry. Mm. John Gruden. Mm-hmm. John Gruden in 2020, 2021, caught sending racial epithets via email to the owner of the Washington Commanders, bitch ass. Mm-hmm. Washington bitch asses, that's what I'm going to call them. Uh, sending racist com- And then Randy, uh, Randy Moss, our hero, the nigga we looked up to, the nigga who experienced uh, uh, racial profiling and biasness in his early high school and college careers. The reason why you don't even know him as a high school and college student is because his being racially profiled and being arrested on some bullshit like that. Right. Randy Moss, who dealt with that shit in the 80s, crying in 2021 because the problem is not done. And I, I have a feeling, I have a feeling in 20 years when I got to lock the door to keep a little be more better out the room so we can do the show in the morning. <laughs> I got a feeling we're going to be talking about this again. I got a feeling there'll be a new Naomi. It's so depressing. Because Ryan Cooler <laughs> got strapped drawn on him at, the, at Bank of America in Atlanta. In Atlanta. Right. And Wakanda... It's at Tyler Perry Studios in Atlanta. Right. That shit is wild. What's the next topic before I get another attitude? (laughs) (laughs) What's the next topic? Uh, Right in the kitchen. Oh, okay. So, um, mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, uh, the lady in the house and I, last week, we started a a new blueprint, I think. I think we started the sketchings of a new blueprint. Do me a favor. Play the, uh, play the IG Rio John. Just to give you a recap, I had a revelation after watching uh, this Instagram reel effect. Welcome, Uh, chefs, to a culinary whodunit. This March, every week, six new cooks compete. Except one chef is secretly (laughs) trying to sabotage Um, I had a revelation while watching the IG reels, the before and after effect, where I thought individuals were using computer uh, information or, or AI to have them find an image that uh, replicated themselves to look like them. Uh, niggas was actually uploading their own pictures, and then I had a revelation like, "Oh, the internet ain't real, right?" Right. So then I, so later in the house, and I were watching the television. The television. <laughs> <laughs> we were watching the television the other day, and a commercial for a new show came up, and the name of the show was called "Rat in the Kitchen." Mm-hmm. Now, we all black, okay? <laughs> some of us have been into some into some poor situations. I don't know if you've ever had a mouse in the kitchen or a rat in the kitchen. It's, this is not something to be joking about. Right. Okay? This is this is, this is is traumatic shit. Right, This right. should be a trigger warning before you even say the name of the motherfucking show. All right? Because right. if some of y'all had mice, you already know. Okay? Right. Yeah, we don't even got to go there. Okay? <laughs> we all embarrassed. It ain't your fault. You weren't dirty. It's the institution's fault. Okay? It's right. not you. You got it queued up? Yeah. Hit it. Okay. New show, Rat in the Kitchen. Check this shit out. Welcome, chefs, to a culinary whodunit. This March, every week, six new cooks compete. Except one chef is secretly trying to sabotage them all. Holy cow, the sauce was like salt water. And steal the prize for themselves. Gross. Disgusting. What is happening right now? I must have been sabotaged. We don't know who's who. I use chef. I get chest pain. Don't trust anybody. 
So who do you think the rat is? I don't know what's going on, seriously. I'm gonna keep my eye on everyone. You done messing with that? A little bit longer now, hold it. Not doing anything sneaky. I'm starting to think you the rat. Who will be sabotaged? No fish sauce. Will the cooks come out on top? The steak was very good. Or will the rat bring them all down? No way! Ugh. Rat in the Kitchen, a new competition series, premieres March 31st on TBS. I'm trying to figure out how I want to present this topic. So I saw, I saw this and I was like, what are we doing? <laughs> how, did, how did this happen? Right. What are we doing? We, we talked earlier about how it seems like we're in the era that's. We seem like this. We seem like we're in the era whose content is based around dissension and conflict. Mm -hmm. It seems like we want to have mm -hmm. conflict as the center of these situations. Right. Um, the lady of the house was looking at uh, the history of Jerry Springer and the history of reality TV. I don't know if you want to talk about that. Go ahead. Yeah. Um. So the show was actually Dark Side of the 90s. It was an episode about, yeah, Jerry Springer, reality TV. And Jerry Springer is actually the nexus of reality TV. Like, everything stemmed from that. Um, he this, His show didn't originally start out, you know, as we know it today. It was a normal talk show that had, you know, the heartfelt moments. And it was kind of like Phil Donahue. Mm-hmm. Phil Donahue. Yeah, <laughs> they kept saying Phil Donahue a lot. <laughs> but um, they just decided to go. Well, they didn't decide to go. It's, it's more to it. They just, sure. Yeah, they went in a new direction. But other shows tried to emulate that. Of course, they missed the mark, and one of them even led to a murder. But <laughs> nobody was ever really able to emulate that in the same way. And then I think it was the 2000s, uh, the Real Housewives came around and the real world, that's when we started to see like the shift towards yeah. reality TV and they tried to make it as salacious and basically shocking as possible. Mm. So now, yeah, that just continued to evolve. Right. Right. And I see that, right? Um, so when we were doing research to do the intro, right? Play mm -hmm. the intro real fast. Just play, play, play a couple seconds. Play the intro so the people know how to talk. Our intro? Yeah, our intro. Okay. Play the intro, right? So we were doing research for... Are you talking? Yeah. Okay. When we were doing the research for the intro... I was forced to look at old cooking shows because I want to do like a cooking show intro. We want to do like a cooking show aesthetic, right? Mm -hmm. So we're looking at old intros and I am reminded instantly of something that I had just lost in my mind a long time ago. Put us back on Maine. Um, something that I had lost in my mind a long time ago and that was my main man, <laughs> 20 grand, mm -hmm. Emerald Lagasse. Yeah. I used to watch Emerald like Crazy. I watched every episode. I knew all the motherfucking uh, uh, catchphrases and slogans. I knew what he was going to make. I knew how he was going to make. Mm -hmm. Some would say I still use some of his skill set now. But 
Emerald was my man. Mm-hmm. If you don't know who Emerald is, play one of the Emerald Junks real fast. Just play it real fast. Okay. Let the people know. <laughs> My man Emerald had one of the most popular shows in in Food Network history, right? This joint was keeping up with some with some with some basketball games and baseball games and some nights, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, show had popularity. It was buzzing. It was going on, and all of a sudden, it was canceled. Mm-hmm. And so, GQ did an interview with Emerald in 2016, in which Emerald said the following: He said, "I'm old fashioned, and I want to teach people how to cook, how to eat." how to serve, how to shop, how to drink wine, how to mix a cocktail properly. I didn't necessarily at the time wouldn't want to get involved in this competition stuff. And so I didn't until I realized and did some research about some real competition joint and realized that some of them were real, but most of them were fake. <laughs> Hit the rat in the kitchen again one more time. Welcome, chefs, to a culinary whodunit. This March, every week, six new cooks compete. Except one chef. Trying to sabotage them all. Yeah, you really like you like young thug. What is happening right now? They can't. Man, we need to sit on this again because I need y'all. I need y'all to see this. Don't trust anybody. So who do you think the rat is? I don't know what's going on, Cersei. I'm gonna keep my eye on everyone. You done messing with that? A little bit longer now, hold it. Not doing anything sneaky. I'm starting to think you the rat. Who will be sabotaged? No fish sauce. Will the cooks come out on top? The steak was very good. Or will the rat bring them all down? No way! Ugh. Rat in the Kitchen, a new competition series, premieres March 31st on TBS. When I first saw that joint. Um, that don't seem like a real thing. Like, right. they're competing to be who's the worst? Right. <laughs> what have we done? Right. So, I've been having a, I've been having a debate with my mans because we're running up on no time. I've been having oh so Emerald says his thing so I have I want to I want to double down on his theory of authenticity, right? If you aren't genuinely interacting with the culture while you're creating the content or trying to represent the culture, I think you're being inauthentic, mm-hmm. and I think that's part of I think that's step two of the inauthenticity of the internet. You have your filters, all that's level one, and your reels and the things that you fake to get attention from other people. That's level one. Mm-hmm. The second thing is. We've lost quality. Right. 
because the internet allows us to have accessibility to everything, which also isn't real, <laughs> because the internet allows us to have accessibility to all those things, we've lost the sense of quality. Right. My homegirl got catfished the other day. I'll put it that way. Mm -hmm. My homegirl got catfished the other day. And while I had several emotions about it, the number one emotion I had was she went on a couple of dates with real dudes and it was trash. Mm -hmm. The catfish dude presented the perfect man and he wasn't real. Right. So we, have we lost what it means to be good? A discarded com comedian who I will not name has a joke. The joke goes, in the Bible, um, God made the tree. Mm -hmm. Blessed it, saw it was good, said it was good, and it was good. Man made the refrigerator. <laughs> called it fantastic, <laughs> amazing, <laughs> incredible. Refrigerator broke down. <laughs> tree still standing. Yeah. <laughs> Have we lost the concept of what good is. Mm. Do we know quality anymore? And so, um, I don't know if I actually put it up, but I've been having a debate with my man's uh, Zeppelin on Instagram mm -hmm. about the modern music feel. And what he says is essentially is, I'm trying to pull it up right now, in one of his quotes, he, he insinuates that... Um, uh, in order to be successful, you need to emulate the people who are currently successful. Right. Wrong. Really? Okay. He said, like, well, he was saying in the sense of, like, in order for a musician to be successful, what they present to the public should be as simple and as limited as possible and then save all their complexities and individuality for the albums, et cetera, et cetera. To which I responded, so am I supposed to tell my artist to, to study um, Shaka Khan or Money Long? <laughs> Have we lost the sense of quality? Because everything is so accessible, because technology makes things a little more easier or conveniently to be more easier mm -hmm. do we really know what good is and when I see shows like this and I hear arguments my man Zeppelin is a powerful dude powerful dude in the music industry okay mm -hmm. the, dude, the dude is moving and shaking in Atlanta okay he's yeah. got a couple things moving and shaking in here alright and when I hear individuals truly stand on this block of success over quality So that's you know what that's my burning question for the roach for you. Oh, <laughs> how do we fix this thing? How do we get back to it? Even wake and bake with people nice. How do we get back to it? Or my trip? Am I old? Success or be wanting quality over success? Yeah. Appreciating. Because um... niggas get sick. I mean, I feel like niggas have gotten successful. Mm-hmm. Not doing quality things. Right, right, right. Wow. I feel like we have to put an emphasis on our craft or our skill, you know, whatever that thing is. Because mm -hmm. niggas just want to do it the quick and easy way now. Or copy somebody else. 
you know, my dumb ass was about to say, we should have a competition. (laughs) (laughs) My dumb ass was about to say, we should have a competition, but. Yeah, I just feel like perfect your craft. Right. Yeah. Because that was really what it was about. It was about the craft. Right. That's what Emerald was saying. It's mm-hmm. about the it's about the it's about the thing. Right. I'm not trying to do a thing better than the other person. Mm-hmm. Um just focusing on you. Yeah, I'm not trying to be salacious in this moment. I'm trying to be one with the culture and express it through this art. That's right. very true. Right. Very true. <clears throat> okay, okay. We got two minutes left. We got two minutes left and we got a wonderful f- surprise for the people, okay? Don't go nowhere. We got a wonderful surprise we for the people. You got a surprise for me too. <laughs> I do? Is it not there? Oh, right. <laughs> let's get all this thing, ladies and gentlemen. We want to thank you for listening to another episode of Awake and Bake. Will you be? Oh, we fucking up, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we want to thank Crab Shack Music for sponsoring this episode. We want to thank the good people at Street Lawyer Services DC for being a supporter of the episode. We want to thank all y'all for listening and watching. Make sure you join us right back here on YouTube, on Twitter, on Instagram. Um, for another episode on Thursday, 8 a.m. ish, we're gonna try to be on time. I swear we're gonna try to be on time. We was late this morning, but we'll call it nigga savings time. But y'all, I gotta go to work. Lady of the house. We actually got a comment. What's the comment? That's from Chris Allen. He said that's BS on what makes your version of it unique. You are supposed to stand out originally. Music is about finding a niche. Music is about finding a niche. We are about solving problems with a freshly blunt rolled, blunt rolled, freshly rolled blunt (laughs) in the morning. Listen on Spotify, Apple Music, and Podcast. Send y'all a job and we out. Good morning. Good morning. If you name no place in time, I'll be there It could be another life, I'd be there for you If it gets cold, I won't And if it's too loud, I'll calm it down If it gets dim, if it all fades out I'll see you in Technicolor I'm
If you name a place in time, I'll be there It could be another life, I'll be there for you And if it gets cold, I want it And if it's too loud, I'll calm it down And if it gets down If it all fades out I see you inside the color Oh I see you in technicolor I do I see you in technicolor 